Hey, it's Sean. Hey, it's Bree. And this is I Can Explain. The podcast where we answer the questions that you are too afraid to ask. And this week's topic is, well, you asked, number... Oh, three? Four? Four? Three or four? How much bad advice have we given? Maybe four. <laughs> Maybe four three. Four rounds of terrible advice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you asked the number, and we didn't have the answer. <laughs> okay, well, speaking of terrible advice, you should go follow us on TikTok. <laughs> That's the worst advice you could give. The worst advice you've given. <laughs> but we are on TikTok if, if you want to... Um... Go check out some of the incredible content that we're pumping out over there. The thing is, you're saying that as a joke, I feel. Yeah. But it's better than your content. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> it's definitely more curated. Like, okay, well, first of all, I'll let you in on it. It's at I Can Explain Podcast, right? Is that what it is? Yeah. At I Can Explain Podcast. Same as on our Instagram. You can go follow us on Instagram, too. Click the link in our bio. There's merch. There's a Patreon. Thank you so much to our patron, Aiden, and all of our other patrons for supporting our career content. We really appreciate you. Um, but yeah, on TikTok, we are really trying for the first few, at least, to not just shit post. Yeah. You know, I think we, it's I harder think we did to some good ones. I think it's harder to shit post with two people, though. Absolutely. Because it's also like we're trying to make it kind of about the podcast. So there yeah. has to be like a thought behind it whereas, where like, there's none <laughs> none detected for your content no. i'm like one popped up on my i was on um my other like work account on tiktok and then on my for you page one of my personal ones popped yeah. up and it was just like me standing there and i really thought i was like this is what shows up on other people's for you pages like what am i doing oh the other i think literally last night yeah. i was um just scrolling yeah. and my roommate was also scrolling and yeah. one of yours came up and i watched it in in full right and it literally went Ugh, i hate brie sometimes <laughs> <laughs> and then i just kept going <laughs> <laughs> like I, f I fully had a yeah, moment. You're just like bad oh. taste in my mouth. Yeah. A little disturbing, <laughs> um, but go off. Um, yeah, no, actually, and I, I feel that for myself too. Yeah, I have to kind of um, compartmentalize my TikTok personality and my real life personality because TikTok's a different game. You have to be prepared to post some garbage. You gotta there. sell your soul. You really have to. Yeah. Yeah, you really have to. Yeah, and yours has repeat buyers. <laughs> like, it's been passed around. <laughs> I'm the TikTok bicycle at this point. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so we just started over on I Can Explain podcast. I think we started strong. It'll probably go downhill fast. Absolutely. Um, but go check us out. And also, wherever you're listening, make sure to follow or subscribe, uh, share us with your friends, post us on your Instagram stories, tag us, all that good stuff. Um, we really appreciate all of your support. Uh, let's give some advice. Yeah, so people, if somebody's, this is their first time tuning oh, in, yeah, right, um, right. every 10 on the 5, Bree's mind is blown every time, yeah, um, like we do specific advice on your specific questions, specifically yeah. from Instagram DMs, <laughs> and we just get into the specifics of those. Unlike every 10 <laughs> on the 0, <laughs> where we do um, basically anything that comes our way. Yeah, like questions about us, the podcast, yeah. that kind of stuff the stupid shit yeah the stupid shit but like this is like uh, the reason we started this is because we get so many dms of like really specific stuff that i think a lot of times is more generally covered in a lot of the episode topics that we have um but it's kind of fun to like read people's really specific situations yes yeah. kind of like we're just like listening to our best friend complain about something and like what we would honestly say disclaimer as always we're not saying it's good advice we're just going to give the advice that we would give to our best friends. Good advice from bad people, bad advice from good people. Exactly. Say it. Yeah. Okay. 
Number one. Okay. Numero uno. Yes. Should I date someone if I'm unsure about my feelings? I know I have some feelings for her, but I also know hers are much stronger and I don't want to hurt her. She's also my friend and in the same friend group as me. So it's a little complicated and I can't stop overthinking it. Um, no. Yeah. You should not. Absolutely not. Um, I, my, uh, relation to this mm-hmm. <laughs> um is from my straight days uh, yes. <laughs> where I was confused about my feelings for people yeah. but I did feel like I should date this person mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I always wasn't you know a hundred percent in it yeah and in the end I was like wow it would have been a lot simpler if I didn't do that totally <laughs> and I also you know what it is for me I get that I'm different than a lot of people. Like, we've talked about this before. I'm very, yeah, nuts. Um, But when I like, when I like someone, I fall hard. So I get that it's different. More psycho. Yes. (laughs) A lot of people have a slower climb with feelings. Like, I get that that's natural for a lot of people. But at the same time, I think there's a difference between, like, developing feelings for somebody. Um, I think that there should still be that excitement to want to do that. Even if you're not there right away, you're excited to go down that path. I never will understand when people are like convincing themselves to date somebody and this might come across as a read but it honestly isn't Mm -hmm. if you're asking strangers on a podcast (laughs) if you should date somebody because you don't have strong feelings for them you probably know the answer already (laughs) okay i will also say with that we got so many that i couldn't even get through of people wondering if they should break up with their partners for xyz reasons and i didn't even screenshot them because i just want to say a general thing that if you're writing into a podcast as you say probably you should Should we do a general blanket statement (laughs) break up with your partner because we told you so. <laughs> no, like, actually, I'm like, if you're at the point where you're just like, your list is 10, 10 paragraphs long of all the reasons your partner sucks, and then you're like, so should I break yeah. up with that? If your list is 10 paragraphs wrong, you wrote yourself a story on why you should break up. Yeah. That's basically Read how it Read it back works. to yourself yeah. and listen. Because people in happy relationships aren't asking those questions. <laughs> yeah. That's honestly, I'm not saying, I've no. been in the same position. Yeah. I, and I know this is my relation to this mm-hmm. directly. I have been in relationships, some of my first gay relationships, yeah. that I would look up on Google. Yes. Yeah. Like, totally. does everybody not love their boyfriend? <laughs> Things like that. Yeah, you know? Totally. And then I took a step back and was like, I don't know if a lot of people are asking this. <laughs> It's kind of like one of my first gay relationships. I remember like just every day having an earful for my best friend and just like, oh, this is going the wrong, this is going. And one day she was just like, um, like if you ever say anything to me about this person again, like I I can't be your friend anymore because I've given you the same advice 800 times and you know what you should do. Or a classic one that happened to me quite a few times was when somebody asks you about your partner and you start rambling. Yeah. Oh, they're doing this, they're doing this, oh, and then, you know, and they did this, yeah. and that really bothered me, and then, and then you go, and what about your boyfriend? Or what about your partner? <laughs> and they're like, they're good. Yeah, things are good. And you're like, oh, <laughs> right. <laughs> you're like waiting for the like avalanche from the other side. Yeah. And you're like, oh, not everyone has an avalanche. No, they're like, we're happy. And you're like, ooh, okay. <laughs> Shined a little too much light on my yeah. own situation here. Um, <laughs> okay. Need help. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> You're probably going to need more after this. But... 
<laughs> My girlfriend and I have been dating for a few months, and we had a great honeymoon period, except for dealing with her ex being clingy. Mm. Fast forward to break, and when I, I'm assuming school break. School break, one would assume, or COVID world collapsing break. Oh, that one too, Could yeah. Could be, yeah. And when I come back from the holidays, um, she tells me she hooked up with her ex. Mm. But is sorry and basically will prove to me. Sorry, I can't even hardly get through this because I'm, I'm just horrified. Will prove to me she wants me and not her. Well, this was three weeks ago, and now it's just problems of internalized insecurities over everything. I want to fix it, but I don't know how. I don't even think this person's asking us if they should be with this person or not. They're asking how to fix it, and yeah. my short answer is you can't. Yeah, they broke it. They broke it, and it's it's shattered. Also, I do feel for this person because I yeah have I feel like I have had similar um, feelings to this. Okay, where something is broken. Not by your hand, yeah. but you still feel like you should be the one to fix it. Yeah. Like, I, judging from this question, I don't think this person's partner is um, writing into us. No. You know? True. Um, yeah. And I will say, if it started out with this being an issue, right. and then, oh, that's so haunting because that's, up with the that's one of those things that if... If day one, mm-hmm. you said honeymoon phase except yeah. for clingy X, yeah. that's like day one it was an issue. And yeah. in your mind, you mm-hmm. build it up like, oh my God, are they going to hook up? But you're probably telling yourself, no. Don't be crazy. Yeah, not... Don't be insecure. And, Don't be jealous. And then for them to validate All your insecurities of, by doing the exact same Disgust. thing that you're probably in fear of them mm-hmm. doing this entire time. Um, yeah, you got to take the L on this one. Totally. Yeah. And that's the thing is like, I feel like something like that is just going to ride through your whole relationship. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've talked about it on this podcast before with like my experiences with my exes cheating on me every single one of them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, Don't worry. We uh, <laughs> we bond over that. <laughs> and um, I've expressed my feelings. Like, I think a lot of people can relate to this when you think your relationship's really great because you like love the person or you really care for the person. And then they do something like that. All you you know everything's ruined so all you want is like oh like why couldn't we just go back in time like why did they have to do that yeah. and you you account it to like that one action like I remember always feeling like why did they have to do that one thing because everything else was perfect or I really liked them otherwise so why did they have to screw it up with that decision but what I've realized as I've gotten older is like it wasn't that one decision. No. That reads into who they are, their respect for you, their way that they deal in relationships, their commitment level, their loyalty, the list goes on. So, like, stop breaking it down to, like, this one issue ruined your relationship. It's like, they clearly don't respect your relationship or you. Yeah. It wasn't this one night or one decision. It's, it's, it's... It's the whole thing. Totally. My experience with that, uh, with an ex that cheated on me, um, was also that throughout, excuse me, uh, throughout our relationship, Mm -hmm. there was a constant thread of them hinting that they wanted to be in an open relationship. Yeah. Or that they wanted to get Tinder for fun, or they Mm -hmm. wanted to have a threesome that I wasn't comfortable with, you know, pushing envelopes that I stated that I wasn't comfortable with, and that was not the type of relationship that I was looking to foster. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was 
uh, an issue that kept coming up Mm -hmm. and up and up. And every single time I would say, you can either have that, go do that, or you can have me. And they would always be like, no, you're so right. It always, you know, I always want you. I always choose you in the end. And then it kept coming back. Yeah. So... <laughs> Fool me once, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Fool me twice. Also, fuck, fuck you. <laughs> Be on the seventh time being cheated on by the same person. Yeah. Fool me seven times. Fuck I'll you. I'll still fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> what? Where do you want to go for dinner yeah, next Thursday? Yeah. I'm buying. <laughs> So, yeah, I honestly think if they've showed their true colors, especially if you have um, clearly expressed Mm -hmm. some concern about it and they just said, I I see your concern and I raise you the exact thing you're concerned about. That is savage. Eat shit. (laughs) Absolutely. Okay. We have another one that's kind of to do with an ex as well. Okay. Which is interesting. (laughs) thread problem with the community here <laughs> let me tell you but this is interesting because it's from the other perspective so this is someone is who's, it the other person who's who's no okay <laughs> no but someone who's um their partner is worried about their ex okay okay so, oh before before yeah. we jump on this remember a few i don't know if it was well you asked or just yeah. uh q and gays remember a few ago there was something that we thought was was two sides of the same story if you were either of those sides please dm us i want to know if you first of all have talked and if you were the both sides of that story and if not i just want to know like what happened me too (laughs) yeah okay good call with that i want an update i I know yeah okay so this one says hi you guys my girlfriend and i have been having some problems with my ex um we they're trying to say that basically their ex wasn't actually like a solid ex. Like they're not like a full on ex. They said, um, we started off flirty and we did hook up, um, especially when drunk, but on my end after a while, I just wasn't interested anymore because I realized our personalities weren't compatible. Um, sorry, there's some personal information. So I'm just skipping over that. Okay. So her and her ex or like not official ex, but kind of this person she had a thing with before her current, partner um says that she and i share a lot of common niche interests so it's an important friendship to me in that way the only problem is that my friend told me that she used to have feelings for me and even though we talked about it and i told her i was happy with my current girlfriend she's flirty sometimes and my girlfriend is upset about that we've talked about it a lot but i just don't know what to do i know cutting her off slash distancing myself would make my girlfriend feel better but I don't want to do that and end up resenting my girlfriend for influencing my relationships. My friend and I have already gone over this. And while I know she's just naturally flirtatious in brackets, she literally talks like this with everybody. My girlfriend doesn't know that. And she gets upset when even she sees a comment on my Instagram. Any thoughts? Ooh, that's a doozy. Um, so here's my perspective on it. Okay. They, I want to, I want to start by saying they ended this off very nice, saying that they really like us and our podcast. So I hope this isn't going to come off harsh, but this is the advice I would give you, Sean, who's my best friend. Oh God, everybody brace yourself. (laughs) Everyone brace yourself. I think you're full of shit. I think you're so full of shit because at the end of the day, if you have had an actual conversation with this person, that's your friend and said, listen, my current partner 
I respect her. I love her. And she's having issues with X, Y, Z. It's making her uncomfortable and we need to set some boundaries. Then your friend would not be posting flirty comments on your Instagram posts. Right. If you have done that and your friend is still doing they're that. They're a bad friend. They're a bad friend. They're disrespectful. They're purposely trying to get in between you and your relationship. Agreed. And I would take that as you're disrespecting my relationship, which makes you, like you said, not a good friend. Yeah. Um, so... To me, there's two sides of the coin here. Do I think that people can't be friends with their exes? Absolutely not. But do I think it's very important to have boundaries present, um, especially if it's affecting your new relationship and partners? Um, like, absolutely. I don't think it is out of line for your current partner who clearly is seeing publicly posted, like, flirtatious comments on your Instagram she said when she reads your messages, they are like clearly looking for flirtatious. And this person's excuse is, oh, well, she talks that way to everyone. Well, she can talk that way to everyone else, but you need to set some damn boundaries for your relationship and say, you don't talk that way to me because my girlfriend's not liking it. Yeah. Like, you might know that, but still, like, don't talk that way to them. Also, I have a problem with people that say, not, I'm not saying I have a problem with this person. That's not no, at all. No, and I, I get like, it's hard because it's to, like, it's nice when you know the way someone is yeah. and you, and they're your friend and you know, you wouldn't act on it and you know, you're not interested. It's like, oh, whatever, you know, there, maybe it builds up the ego a little bit. It feels nice to have some attention, yeah. you know, like we're all human and you know, you're not going to act on it. So you're all good, but you have to put yourself in the shoes of your partner who might think that this situation is the situation that we just talked yeah, about where they're, where that they're you're going, gonna oh, say i would never, never act on it but they do yeah um i just have a problem when people say oh we've had multiple conversations about it and yeah. they're still doing this Oops. things like that shouldn't require multiple conversations no. those are pretty serious enough things saying hey you're driving a wedge between me and my current partner yeah. can you stop doing that Absolutely. that that shouldn't require follow-up no, you it know? shouldn't. It should be. It would be so easy if I had a friend that I, I I'll say right here and now. Many of my friends I've hooked up with in the past. Yeah, okay. That's the truth. <laughs> <laughs> if I had a friend that my current partner was like the way they talk to you is inappropriate and I don't feel comfortable with it, and then I had a conversation with that friend as an adult and said, "Hey, listen, I get that you're just outgoing and you're flirtatious, but when you text me flirtatious things, comment flirtatious things, it makes me uncomfortable. It makes me feel like it's disrespecting my relationship. Don't even put it on your partner. Say it's about you. Right. I hate when people do that. I hate when they put on my partner oh you're making my partner uncomfortable i'm cool with it but it makes my partner uncomfortable yeah you guys are a team now you're in a relationship say it's disrespecting our relationship and it's making us uncomfortable yeah and if they still do it after that then they're a toxic fucking person yeah and also to say i obviously don't know these situations so mm -hmm. i'm and i'm i relate to basically every single one exactly. of these like, situations I, i've been on both sides of this so i get it yeah um but to say that you're scared that if you cut y this ex of yours mm -hmm. off you think you would resent your partner that tells me that you're putting more weight on the friendship yeah. with your ex than you are with your partner mm -hmm. which isn't necessarily a bad thing yeah but that means that maybe that person shouldn't be your partner yeah you know i, I would agree with if that. you're if you're to this just, level yes if you're just as concerned uh about resenting your partner for mm -hmm. cutting this off, it's, it seems that there's like a, totally. an, uh, 
imbalance. the values are imbalanced. Yeah, I would I would say there's two options here. A, you have another conversation and they fucking cut it off cold turkey and stop disrespecting you and yeah. your relationship. And then if your partner still has an issue with it when it's being completely platonic and um, within understood boundaries, then I get that. You don't want your relationships to be totally controlled by your current partner. That would be unhealthy. Option B is you realize that you've already had that conversation 800 times. This person is still disrespecting you and your partner. And you realize that your partner is coming from a realistic place. I think a lot of people would say that, like, that that would be inappropriate for them. Yeah. And you have to respect that. Um, but like I said, again, I've been on both sides. I've had it where current girlfriends um, are uncomfortable with previous relationships and I get that that's frustrating because when you are in yourself you're like I know I wouldn't do anything but you also have to like step outside yourself and know and like realize especially with newer relationships like they don't know you the same way you know your own accountability yeah so like you have to show them that accountability you have to like earn that trust yeah and like it by the sounds of it them continuing to leave inappropriate comments on your Instagram ain't learning that trust <laughs> anyways thank you so much for the nice <laughs> ones <laughs> but that's like the same advice I'd give you yeah right? absolutely that's what this is all about I'd be like Sean fuck up you'd probably hit me yeah I'd be like don't disrespect Corey like that yeah <laughs> don't talk to anyone else ever again literally yeah you get no friends ever <laughs> the root you Chuck <laughs> <laughs> okay so this person said I have a crush on one of my classmates, but I'm not out. What should I do? Also, I love your podcast, cute. Anyways, they said, in brackets, we are both girls, and I think I'm bi, and I think she's gay. Um, my answer to this would be very short and sweet, and it would be that you don't have to be out to everyone at the same time. You also don't have to be out to make a move. Yeah. Totally. That's what I mean. Like, to me, I think, like, this person's kind of saying it, like, oh, I'm not out in general. Yeah. But, like, you could just be out with this person. Totally. You don't even have to, like, identify yourself. You could just be, like, into this person. Yeah. And explain to them that you're not, like, out publicly. And they might be okay with that. They might not be. Yeah. Right? I don't think, like, stop yourself from pursuing things just because you're not ready to, like, tell the entire world. No, absolutely Especially, not. like, if you're at school level age. You, like, that's... you do have to... The unfortunate part mm -hmm. of it is that there is added danger yeah, that totally. uh, this could um, create a situation that you are outed. Yeah, Not saying true. that they will out you, but, you know. Yeah. It, <laughs> as soon as you start. as Yeah. If you start making some moves, some yeah. somebody might catch on. There's or... some moves to be seen. Exactly. So not saying that's a bad thing, mm -hmm. you know, um, but there is added danger to that. Yeah. <laughs> so just be aware. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, I think... Um, yeah, that's you true. don't that's need advice. to uh, put a label on your interest for this person. Yeah. I think, I don't know, talk to them. <laughs> yeah. No, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um... <laughs> that was like the worst advice ever. <laughs> Both of us. Like, just go for it. Yeah. Like, but also don't because it could ruin your life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, we're the worst. <laughs> just, we'll say it once and yeah. we'll say it again. This is not necessarily good advice. Just the <laughs> advice we'd maybe give a friend. Okay. Someone said, how do you get over someone you've never dated? Help. Ooh, that's a fun one. That is. Because you can't get closure because you never even no. got it in the first place. No. Oh. I've had that before. Have you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. For yeah. sure. Where it's like you feel a connection to someone, but it just like never happens or like wrong place, wrong time. Like, yeah. There's so many different reasons. Yeah. Hmm. Or like they're 
straight and mm. you know there's so many added layers yeah. to being queer and they having... just want to be a friend but you're yeah into yeah. it hmm. um i would just focus on <laughs> the fact that there's so much more happiness when somebody will validate your feelings totally you know like that's a nice answer okay yeah you're gonna say you're gonna be like fucking suck it up <laughs> no i'm not gonna say that the opposite actually i don't know the answer to this Oh, okay because i'm terrible with not having closure i'm the kind of person that like i need like closure times that like in concrete like we need to like go to like a joint therapy session or we need to like write each other like five page letters with all of our feelings and like everything in order for me to like close that chapter and move on to the next i'm terrible without closure I love closure. Yeah. A lot. Mm -hmm. But I also hate wasting my time. (laughs) Yeah. So, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it really helps or helped me realize that if I was um, investing time into someone that was also investing time into me, I would be a lot less miserable. But that's so much easier said than done. Yeah, that's the thing. But you know what? I agree with you. I think that, like, a big part of it is both that as well as, like, realizing that, like, everything you have created in your mind about this person and what dating them would be like is exactly that. It's creations in your own mind. Because since you haven't actually dated them, you don't actually know how it would be. Oh, yeah. Here's a good one. Just turn everything positive you think about them into negatives. (laughs) Just build them up. Instead of a crush as an enemy, you know, if everything they do that you used to love now annoys you, you will soon be over them. I wish there was a way to force the ick. Um, it's pretty easy. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) No, but it's true because, like, I think like a lot of people underestimate the like human brain and how they get like what you dream up about somebody is like it hasn't happened yet so you yeah. don't know that it would actually be that great like you could tell yourself a million times that like if you dated you it would be fantastic but at the end of the day like if they don't want to date you then clearly it wouldn't be that fantastic <laughs> it would be pretty awful actually yeah. right yeah um so yeah i think there's like there's no relationships that are worth like convincing the other person of anything and i know this is such like a answer but yeah. um uh, there are so many people out there mm-hmm. that you can find somebody that will be so on your team. A hundred percent. I even look back at some of the people that I was like so hooked up upon it. And, and I'm it's like, this, what? But some of it, this could not be the case, but some of it is what we've talked about before mm. is do I actually really like this person yeah. or do I just like them because they're convenient? Exactly. Is this person the hottest person I've ever seen? Mm-hmm. Or have I not seen people in 13 months because I'm in a pandemic and They're... this person is the only person in my circle that could be fuckable? Oh my God, so true. You I feel know? Like that's really elevated for people. It, yeah. I'm scared for when the world like reopens to some level. And, and like... people are just settled. Also, <laughs> and like a lot of people, like once they are have the option to unsettle, they will unsettle. Like, the oh, amount of breakups gonna that are going to happen... mass breakup. Heartbreak. Yeah. Of people that, like, teamed up during COVID because it was the convenient, and then they're going to bust out into the real world and realize the only reason that they did that is because they were in the same group. They needed to spend their stimulus checks on rent together. Oh, God. I, that's that not even a joke, me. though. No, yeah. I'm not... That's, like, not actually yeah. a joke. And there's, like, that weird... Um, that weird thing that you basically just link up for security and like hey we're in this together because we have to be (laughs) also like i I would assume a certain level of boredom yeah 
Right. Also, like, breakups that happened during COVID that, like, maybe happened because of COVID-specific things. And I'm not saying that that, like, I think that brought out a like, lot of issues your in partner couples. didn't use Purell yeah. when they came home. Oh, my God, yeah. And then no, they like, put your, actually, their like, fingers in like, your mouth. <laughs> they just directly walked up to you. <laughs> hey! <and> suck- <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I don't taste any alcohol in those, babe. <laughs> the amount of breakups due to COVID fingers? Absolutely oh skyrocketed. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be really an interesting dynamic on the other side. Oh, put it that way. yeah. Okay. Someone said, what should I do if I went on a date with a really nice girl, but I just had friendly vibes and I don't know how to tell her. I just keep avoiding it. Help. Oh, so this one's hard, but you have to tell her. (laughs) I loved that answer. (laughs) This is hard, but actually you just have to do it. Yeah, it's going to be hard, but you should do it. Yeah. And here's the here's the the joy. I've said this before in the podcast. So here's the the gift and the curse of being queer. Okay. Is that we are almost trained from Mm -hmm. the moment we come out to cling to the queer people we meet as partners. Right. Yeah. We are told if you go on a date that I'm gay, you're gay, we're gay together. We're yeah. I have a friend, they have a gay friend, we're gonna date. Yeah. That's kind of what you know. Yeah. Um, it's like there's scarcity in the market. (laughs) So when I go on one date, that's my person. Don't ask questions. Uh (laughs) That's it. But queer people, here we go, can also be really good friends. Yes. <laughs> so honestly, I have, I am friends with a lot of my exes, so I did mm. jump the gun on the dating part, but then right. I retracted to a friendship. Yeah. <laughs> but I genuinely think that uh, you can say to somebody plain as day, mm-hmm. I didn't feel romantic connection to you, but hey, we have a lot of similar interests. We, you know, bonded. It was a fun first date in terms of a friend. If you're interested in pursuing a friendship, I would love that. If not, that's totally okay. You have to give them the space to say yes or no. And that's that. You clearly think I'm wrong. No, I don't. I just, oh. <laughs> I, I don't at all. I think no matter what, communication is such like a, is so important. Yeah. And I agree with that. Like, I think there's nothing wrong. I wouldn't, I would not find it offensive if I went on a date with someone and they said, hey, I really liked you, but like, I just found it in a more friendship way and I'd really like to get yeah. to know he's your friend. If I liked that person, I wouldn't be able to do that. But like you said, you have to give that person that option. Yeah. Because like, I'm a person that like, I know you're different than me. I can't easily switch between like, liking someone to friends. Yeah, no, you're bad at that. You know, I'm bad at that. Some people are better, right? So like, you give that person the option, but you also have to respect them if they say, listen, like, I've kind of compartmentalized you into like, being interested romantically or and like I don't hey think I my queer back. friend circle is busting at the seams already yeah. hopefully they're not seeing them because yeah. you know pandemic um but <laughs> yeah like hey i'm actually not looking for a friendship right yeah. now that's totally fair. totally fair i think you need to present your case yeah give them the space yeah to uh go either direction mm-hmm. but that yeah totally i think people's fear with um telling someone that they see them as a friend is that people are going to like immediately resort to that being because they don't think that they're good looking because it's so natural to resort to like a physical standpoint about that Yeah. where I just want to say this for anyone listening like if someone has ever told you that before or if you're going to tell someone that like that's not the case a lot of the time. No, because I'm time. hot. Well, <laughs> but I'm also 
annoying. <laughs> so, you know. <laughs> I think, like, especially with dating apps, like, they clearly think you're attractive physically if they, like, matched with you. Absolutely. But sometimes you just get in front of a person and you're like, wow, we really vibe as a friend. Like, I, I don't feel that spark. And it has nothing to do with, like, physical attraction. It's yeah. just... It's just like, well, it does have to do with physical attraction, but it's not because of the way that you look or like the pre- you present. Yeah. It's just like that. In the same way that you like meet a certain person and in the first conversation, you're like, oh my God, we clicked or we didn't. Sometimes it's just not there. Totally. And I think that's like happens a lot these days with all these um, internet relationships because until you're in front of a person, I genuinely don't think that you can really get a true sense of that. Yeah. And that is kind of the beauty of all of these apps. Yeah. <laughs> that you can pitch that you want to be friends with this person and if they do say no, you can keep going, you yeah. know? <laughs> keep keep, keep going. Our parents saw the first person in yeah. sight <laughs> and married them on site, had three kids, bought a dog in a house in yeah. like a year and that was that and then everybody got divorced because they hated them but we in this generation can play the field a lot more for friendships and relationships i love that yeah um which actually brings me perfectly to my next question okay okay about don wrote in (laughs) (laughs) um so this person says i've been dating my girlfriend for five years now when we met, I'd only just started to take time to sort through my sexuality and made the first time decision to get on women loving women dating apps. Once I met my girlfriend, I immediately fell for her and we were dating within two months. Now that we've been together the last five years, I know she's the love of my life. We're definitely going to settle down and get married, buy a house, etc. However, I sometimes catch myself wondering what it would have been like to take time in my life where I could have gone on a bunch of dates, picked up girls from bars, and just spent time, in in their words, hoeing around before settling down. Like, I wonder if I missed a formative part of my life and a defining moment of my queer experience. Then, when I think about those things, I feel terrible and I'm riddled with guilt and shame for even thinking about it because I'm so in love with her and I could never live my life without her. So, anyway, my question is... Is it normal that I think about this sort of thing even when I'm so happy in our relationship? I think it's super normal. Yeah. And I think it's such a grass is always greener. Totally. Kind of vibe. Yeah. Um, the vibes are the grass. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's so hard because I think a lot of... Uh, I don't know how to phrase this. I think a lot of queer people assume that hoeing around Mm -hmm. is incredibly formative for their relation or for their personality. Whereas it's like almost the opposite of uh, like straight relationships. I don't know how to describe it. I'm not doing it. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. You know, like I think having a happy relationship Mm -hmm. with somebody that you uh, say is the love of your life is just as formative as hoeing around. They totally. might be different different avenues yeah. of um, like formation of your personality, but both of them are super important and valid. Yeah. And I think a lot of people who are just hoeing it up might wish that they could um, 
have a long-term relationship. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, totally. I think, yeah, I think that was well put. I think well, that... That was the worst put thing ever, but thank <laughs> but I get, you. But I get yeah. what you're saying. I think that... Everybody else that doesn't have telekinesis yeah. like we do is like, what the fuck? The fact that we he... always know what each other is saying and everyone listening to this all the time is probably like, what the actual Yeah, I'm like, and the papi boop, and you're like, oh, so well put. <laughs> I'm like, I just resonate Couldn't with what you said. said it better. da 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 da, da Sean's quotes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that there's two sides to this coin. I think on one side, what you are feeling is completely normal. I think a lot of people, like you said, grass is always greener. Like, I think a lot of people want what they maybe didn't experience. But then on the other side of things, I think that... Oh, no. I don't know. I don't, I don't want to say this. I think it's totally dependent on the person. Right. Like, I know for myself, maybe because I am a very sexual person mm. and maybe because like I'm a super extrovert and I, I think this would differ depending on personality type, depending on like priority of life experience. Um, and I think why this is a bigger issue for queer community is because of what we talked about before, which is delayed adolescence. Yeah. I think when it comes to like heterosexual relationships, a lot of people do not end up marrying the person they dated in high school. So just out of just like the normal flow of life, you know, you maybe make out with a few people at high school dances, you maybe have a couple like two week boyfriends, and then you, you know, end up dating someone in college and maybe that's the person you married. So even if you end up being with the person for the rest of your life that's earlier in your life m most people these days i would say have at least had a few experiences beforehand in high school or early yeah. college whatever it may be but like with queer relationships because so many people come out later in life um those things do not resonate with your queer experience so even if this person writing in has maybe like experimented with men before or has had previous relationships in a heterosexual uh, way not that they're heterosexual having those relationships but you know what i mean um then those don't resonate. So they still feel like they never had experiences before their partner. Yeah. In the same way that, like, I don't think if I was heterosexual, I would want to marry my high school boyfriend. Right. Because I would just feel like, wow, I just found the first one and that's just who I picked. Like, how do I know? You know, even if it feels really right, I think I would always second, like, guess that. Yeah. So, like, I don't know if I have the right advice because I think it would be absolutely terrible, outrageous advice to tell you to give up something that so many people, like you said, are searching for. And you clearly are so connected to this person and you love them dearly. Um and you just absolutely lucked out that the first person you dated was your person. I have plenty of friends that that's their, the case for them um, that are getting married or like, you know, yeah. engaged. And it's like fantastic. Um, but I think if you are the personality like myself, like I know, which is why I'm saying it's normal for this person to feel this way. I would feel that way. I would honestly probably hate it. It would make me very uncomfortable. Yeah. I like the fact that I, I found myself through dating and I was like able to like kind of figure out my sexuality um and what I wanted and what I liked about partners and didn't like about partners and I like that I get to sit with the fact that I am not with the person I'm with because they were my first queer experience and that connected us. I yep. like to be able to like know that I was able to like have a lot of experiences and find my one. That's not to say that this isn't genuinely your one. But it's I... also not to say that if you had met Julia 
first. That's first, what I'm saying. exactly. Yeah, but I will say that there is, um, and I think this is. <laughs> brought on by media there's a tendency to romanticize both sides of the coin everybody believes that relationships every relationship and I think this is why Mm -hmm. so many people are unhappy um, every relationship is butterflies and perfection and you're gonna get married and all this and everybody romanticizes hookup culture as going to the bar seeing a Mm -hmm. hot single like making out in your Mm -hmm. bed with you're lit by a neon sign outside Yeah. <laughs> and this whole thing but it's like neither of those are necessarily yeah. true half totally. the time hookup culture is you going to the bar never meeting anybody yeah. feeling like a loser yeah. uh talking to somebody them not going home with you yeah. you know like there's so, so many things so like i do think that you can learn a lot about okay. yourself from either side but it's like you have to look at that it's not going to necessarily be this image of it that you've created in your head totally and i think and i think that also that goes with everything in life like totally i still have regrets when i was in a relationship in university that because of that relationship i didn't uh go on an exchange program uh to europe because they were like i don't want you to go away for six months yeah. which now i'm like what the actual ew, fuck? Gross, like yeah. ew disgusting i made a decision like that because for six months that i wouldn't see somebody to to like europe. oh come on so like i'm i'll never get that chance back yeah i'll never get that decision back so you could play that game with everything in your life yeah like, oh i wish i had done more of this i wish i had done more of this there's something about sitting in the now and being like look at all these things i have yeah. that i'm like really lucky to have yeah you need um, to you need to weigh what you would lose if you pursued the other totally. side, I think. And I don't even think this person, like, wants that, No, I right? don't. I don't. But I think for me, I'm mm-hmm. the type of person that I need to think about it, being like, hey, I have all these things. Yeah. If I was to go to the other side, I wouldn't have, wouldn't have all these things. things then. Yeah. You know? That's and, how my brain works. And also, like, how many friends do we have that are single that would, like, literally, that hook up with people all the time, to eat people all the time, that would do anything to find someone that wanted to be with them and be loyal to them for five years? Yeah, exactly. Right? So, I, I want to validate this person's feelings in that their question was, should I feel terrible for feeling this way? No, I think it's completely normal. I think that that it was, it would be a very normal thought process to feel if this was your first, like, queer relationship that happened to be fantastic, but like feeling like you never got to experiment or ex- experience different people. Yeah. Um, I think also like for a lot of personalities like my own, like feeling like you maybe didn't figure that out on your own, quote unquote, like the independence factor. Yeah. Like I like the fact that when I met Julia, I was settled in my own being. So I didn't feel like she created that for me. But at the same time, like you just said, if I, had met Julia before, I would be in the same position as this person. Yeah. I wouldn't give that up. And also growing with another person or growing in a relationship is still growth. Absolutely. Know? I know. Absolutely. And I w- like, is this not a perfect personification of this question? Yeah. That both of us have been hoes and both of us are in happy relationships yeah. and we can say, you know, there is no perfect answer to this. Yeah. You have a back and forth. That's totally. how it is. So I think that alone yeah. is a validation of this person's feelings. Yeah, totally. And that's coming from me, a Sagittarius. It's like all a Sagittarius about like, hoe. like commitment issues. Like I'm the, I'm the worst sign to ask for like, should I You're regret not worst. having it? Absolutely. <laughs> but yeah, no, exactly. Like I don't have, I think, I think if I was your friend, I would just be like, just feel normal for having those feelings, but like, just be so stoked that you have your person because that is 
unbelievably hard to find. Yeah. But also, side note, I would have a midlife crisis. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Bitch, you're going to have a midlife crisis regardless. <laughs> Oh my god. Maybe, you excuse you. Yeah. You text me multiple times a week saying that you're gonna cut your hair into a mullet. This is so, what I mean. This is why I'm the worst person. See, so you're gonna have a midlife crisis. This is why I'm the no worst person. Because I like chaotic energy and I would talk to this about Sean the whole time. Like that's why like I by having those experiences, I can like check that box mentally for myself because I'm like it's okay. I don't need to be like, not even just in a sexual way. Like I joke, like with you, but cutting my hair. Like I just like the idea of like not knowing what's next. So like as someone who's in a very like stable point in my life, it's a weirdly nice for me to look back at the times that I wasn't stable and be like, I experienced that and it wasn't always great. So I got that out of my system and I know how it felt. Yeah. So true. Cause then like a week later you messaged me and yeah. said, Oh, I'm so happy. I didn't cut my hair into a mullet. Yeah. Exactly. I really appreciate the hair that I have. right I, now. Exactly. It's true. But like, I don't know if I had, you know, not thought about the mullet. <laughs> then, I would have, then I would have felt, felt secure. If you hadn't thought about the mullet, you might not appreciate the hair that you have now. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my fucking God. Okay. Oh, we're doing another. Oh, okay. No, you, we are. <laughs> I didn't even realize the time. I love doing these episodes. It's yeah, so fun. Yeah, me too. Oh, shoot. We never get to enough. But anyways, sorry about it. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, Wherever you're listening, make sure to follow or subscribe. Check us out on Instagram at I Can Explain Podcast and TikTok. And I can explain podcasts and Anne Williamson underscore on TikTok. Incredible. Well, I'm launching my first solo TikTok, so. Oh, what's your TikTok username so we can? Uh, um, I think it's Sean sure. underscore Lusk. Okay. Which is weird because you, you, if you the underscore is in the underscore. middle. Yeah. Do it you like breaks that up the. T- Obviously, I like that better. Oh, you do. Brian underscore Williamson. No, mine's Brian Williamson underscore. I know. <laughs> oh, but you like Brian underscore Williamson. Absolutely. It's almost like it's breaking up the two parts. I'm thinking of suing Brian Williamson on TikTok because they've never posted anything. I think they got it just I think so if that Brian I Brian Williams is still open, you should I should, it. <laughs> I should dive in yeah. on that. Okay. I'll consider that. Yeah. yeah. Brian, Brian Williamson underscore? Yeah. Maybe? Maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, and... Um, what the fuck? Anyways, uh, see you around the, the game. game. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ.